0: Welcome to Beyond the Nest, University of Minnesota, Rochester's alumni podcast. I'm Marco Lanz, UMR Director of Alumni and Development Relationships. Beyond the Nest highlights Raptor alumni, their work, and lessons learned along the way. In this special State of the Campus episode, we hear from UMR Chancellor Lori Carroll and Rochester Student Association President Yusra Youssef they sat down to chat about life at umr in 2021 the manner in which the pandemic has changed school and the way we work and how students have responded to a multitude of disruptions with resilience and compassion
1: sitting here on a sunny fall afternoon, thinking ahead and living through midterm week. I'm Lori Carroll, Chancellor of the University of Minnesota Rochester, and I have our Rochester Student Association president with us today.
2: Hi everyone, my name is Yusra Yusuf. It's a pleasure to be sitting here talking to you today, Chancellor Carroll.
1: Well, you as well. I understand it's been quite a week on campus.
2: Mm-hmm. There's been a couple of exams here and there. It keeps, you know, students on their toes. It's nice to kind of have a break right now to just talk to you about student perspective and how this year is going as a whole. So
1: I'm very curious about that. You know, in July, we anticipated this fall to be completely free mm-hmm. of COVID and masks and all related trappings, uh, all the anxiety and ambiguity. And yet things changed. Mm-hmm. And there was Delta, and here we are again. We are in person, and mm-hmm. it's so wonderful to be together. But I'm wondering, particularly in this semester, how the challenge of COVID is affecting students.
2: Bringing up COVID, it you know still is a touchy subject to this day with the face masks and the social distancing. Last year, not being able to be in person and seeing, I know UMR is very big on connection and building connection between students and faculty and staff so not be able to see each other in person last year has been really impactful for a lot of students so we are very grateful that this semester we're able to not only see one another but be in the classroom space being the lab space with one another so to be able to grow as a community is really important hearing that face mask we going to be a part of this semester just another hurdle that students just had to face as a whole and i know that this doesn't only affect students, but just from the student perspective, we're just really thankful that we're able to continue the collaborative spaces that we have. Um, It felt a little lonely last year. (laughs) So being able to um, fill in those spaces with the new spaces, such as the nest and the second floor space, and interacting with other students is very heartwarming, especially in times during like the midterms where you just need to see someone else.
1: Let me tell you, we were sad too, the faculty, staff, administration. We missed you, Mm -hmm. and it is so good to be together. I've been wondering, especially because all of you are studying health and you have a, a passion for a career in health, how you see what is happening broadly in our culture related to vaccinations and masking, and what lessons you might be learning as a future health professional?
2: That is a beautiful question as a future healthcare professional being um and learning during a pandemic is one of the greatest strengths that we have not only as students but as human beings right we are learning so much day to day with new updates that are coming out with not only the virus but also the vaccines you know it's also a flu season as well so we're picking up new information every single day that goes to show that in the future new healthcare research and um evidence-based research will come out, right? And being able to adapt to the new information, the new research is really important. So I think that's one thing that I'm taking away from this Keeping up with the research, keeping up with the new information that's coming out. And then also with, you know, the students that I'm surrounded by, vaccines are always a conversation. We're always talking about it. We're always wondering when the what, what is the new information that's coming out. Um, I'm currently in biochem, and we're learning about how the COVID vaccine um, interacts with our body. So it's really interesting that this is something that we are learning about in class as well.
1: Um, So you can fill me in a little bit because (laughs) I just had my Pfizer booster yesterday Mm -hmm. and I can feel that things are happening and you can probably explain what those things are. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully. I know
2: that we started talking about it yesterday, so... Hopefully during the end of the week, I'll definitely give you an update on that.
1: (laughs) That's great. That's great.
2: I have been wondering about administration, how administration has, you know, been impacted as well during this pandemic. I know I have been able to see it from that point of view, so
1: I would love to know. Well, from the beginning, you know, back in March 2020, when we went to the zoom world Mm -hmm. you know the the hours were longer and the satisfaction was hard to find because we were separated from students and had a lot of concern about how we would keep our tight-knit community going and support students wherever they were and, of course, the guidance and the science kept evolving, and so communicating in a clear and transparent way as things were changing and making decisions for the best interest of students first and also uh, decisions that would affect our finances and, and figuring out how to navigate that, that all became the focus. And I just miss the students so much, mm-hmm. I have to tell you. Um, I think that's true for all educators that um, you and your development and your learning that's why we're here and Mm -hmm. so with you i say wow it's it's good to be together Mm -hmm. i i've been thinking a lot about how you and other students have had to persevere through this Mm -hmm. so every time i wrote a letter to the campus saying this is changing that's Mm -hmm. changing we're going to be more remote or less remote or this mandate or that, uh, I was wondering about your perseverance through change and thinking that coming of age during the multiple disruptions of these last couple of years is going to give you a distinct perspective that you would not have had otherwise. We think a lot about the greatest generation. Uh, They're called that coming out of World War II, and I think this generation will also Be great is already great um, and that you will be contributing in distinct ways. So I, I just wonder for you or what you know from your classmates, how you did manage to persevere through all the changes and the challenges. As a student body,
2: we were able to not only share our positivity and share our outlook, on what has been happening. At first, um, just to kind of bring it back to last year being online, it started with the little Zoom chats. Um, The hi, the smiley faces, how are you doing, Um, and being able to now migrate into in-person and see each other's um, smile, and at least see each other's presence, is really important. Um, One thing that I've taken away from this experience is being a positive person, even when times Um, get hard, right? How can I share my positivity and my energy around others to create a positive environment? If it's sharing a joke, if it's um, being able to give a hug, you know, how can I create a positive environment around me? Um, And hopefully I'll take that in the future with me going into patient care. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And I hope I'll, I'll you know, every student has learned such a critical skill through this. And I can say the same for faculty, staff and administration as well. So what skills and not even a skill, what thing have you what thing do you feel like you've learned the most from this?
1: Yeah, I think the compassion has amplified, even though we're a tight knit community and we care about one another, that knowing the kinds of struggles that many people were facing and that the impacts they affected us all, but unevenly. So some have had deaths in their families, others have had illness, others have had financial challenges, and and more. And I I have seen a real outpouring of compassion. And like you say, sometimes it's something simple like a little heart emoticon during the, mm-hmm. the Zoom, and yet it is felt, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I I can imagine that that com- compassion will carry forward into careers where understanding that your patient or client may be going through something that is invisible to you, but you can be aware that it was pretty substantial. And it'll be interesting to track how the resilience and compassion carries you into the future. Definitely. I really can't wait to see that.
2: <laughs> I know that students have been impacted in great amounts, right? I know that the second year class, you know, having their high school class still um, their senior class, their senior year being in person and then coming on to college. And I know that has also been a great deal of just resiliency in itself, being able to go into college for your first year being online. I'm just in great awe all the time looking at my class and looking at the classes um, before me, above me, and just being able to look at them and say, oh, I I really want to do what you're doing, right? Like even during a pandemic, you are showing up, you are taking up space, you are um, making the best college experience you still can with this happening. So it's such a beautiful thing.
1: It is indeed. The challenges were more than COVID as if a global pandemic wasn't enough. I think our attention has been riveted on racial injustice and there is momentum uh, toward justice and anti-racism. And this has been especially hard in the time of separation and encouraging student voice and activism and faculty and staff progress and change has been part of the leadership task for both of us. And Mm -hmm. I I wonder about your perspective on the rest of the disruption Mm -hmm. that we've all been experiencing.
2: It's kind of, it's definitely interesting saying that if one pandemic wasn't enough, Mm -hmm. well, well, how about a second one, right? So um, having, Living through a racial um, pandemic as well, I feel like was definitely eye-opening. I was born and raised in Minneapolis, so seeing, seeing it happen from a window was very, not only shocking, but something that I will forever continue to talk about. It was one of those experiences that I feel like If you asked me before, I would say, oh, it would never happen. You know, it was definitely, it was that shocking to me. Managing a a pandemic with um, COVID. And I remember during that time, there was just so much um, uncertainty. What's happening, I'm, I'm not sure if the vaccine was like a talk like, if that even um, started yet, um, that that's how early it happened. Um, and then also managing school during that time has been it's kind of like a trifecta, right? There's just so many things happening in my life during that time. And I remember going out and in support of my community. Um, you know, I remember those days where we were just taking a broom and cleaning up <laughs> streets. And I remember thinking, like, this this is life. This is, this is you know, so... There's no words to describe it. Sometimes, if that makes
1: sense. So, and as you came back to campus, so that we could be in person and continue momentum and compassion and have our eyes wide open, have you found students in conversation uh, about all the disruptions mm-hmm. uh, as as you came back? Is there a voice around? social justice within the campus community? I remember during that time, um, I think
2: a couple months or, I'm not sure exactly when this took place, uh, we had a diversity dialogue for students to just let everything out. And that was the first time that I was able to authentically share exactly what I was feeling in that space. So I'm really thankful for that. Um, And then currently in present day, I think students Um, we're always talking about it, you know. It might not be a 15-minute conversation, but it's those small little conversations um, that kind of remember that, yeah, we lived through that time. We remember it, it it just is such an amazing thing to me because um, even with, you know, it being such an affecting experience to to so many students, we're able to still continue that momentum and that passion through classwork, through schoolwork. I remember we, there was, in CLI, we talked about it. We talked about it after school, you know, in the FSC Dialogues and the Anti-Racism Action Plan that um, I was able to, you know, work on as well. So it was just continuing the talk about it through different, various, you know, aspects of work, so...
1: And we want to expand that plan and continue our work to dismantle systemic racism and look forward to recommendations from the student body, which I I know that you are a leader and that there are other leaders as well.
0: Beyond the Nest would like to hear from you. Check this episode's show notes for how to connect and share your UMR story. Now back to USRA and Chancellor Carroll as they chat about advice for their pre pandemic selves and the work being done on campus around social justice and anti racism.
1: I wonder if you could look back to, I don't know, January or February of 2020 mm-hmm. and talk to your pre pandemic pandemics mm-hmm. self, um, what you might say to that USRA. Mm-hmm. You've grown so much, as have your classmates. We've persevered through so much. Uh, we have deeper values and deeper compassion and greater resilience. But in the midst of it, there there were a lot of challenges. So I just wonder if you could go back in time and, and talk to that Yusra, what would you say?
2: First, I would just give that Yusra a big hug because
1: <laughs> <laughs> she
2: will be going through uh, such a life-changing experience so soon. So I'd give her a pre-hug before (laughs) to comfort her. But words of wisdom, I would say to remember the why in your life. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you a student, a daughter, a sister, a friend, like, remembering that? Because I think that's, like, what drove those long, hard months, you know, whether that was at home with family, whether that's trying to be at school, being online, um, whether that's with work, you know, why, Remembering the why in everything that I do was very important to me. And that's kind of, if I could write it down somewhere, like a little post to note on the mirror, to just remember it, that'd be really nice. But I think that's a beautiful question. Yeah. Um, if you could go back in time, <laughs> <laughs> if that was something that was in our possibility, what would you tell J- the January 2020?
1: Well, first, I love your answer, <laughs> you know, remembering the why. And like I was saying before, Usually, uh, on campus, students are right in front of us, and there are why. And is like also for students, when you go get a cup of coffee and you see uh, patients and visitors, it's a visible sign of your future purpose and why you're studying so hard and moving forward. And, and so I think some of those visible signs were removed from us. But yes, I would, Also give pre-pandemic, Lori, Chancellor, Mm -hmm. a hug. (laughs) Probably a long one and say, you better go out and meet with some people now because (laughs) you're going to miss them later and you don't even know it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there was a Saturday Night Live skit on on this, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) what we would say to our pre-pandemic selves, but also some reassurance that students are going to be okay It will be challenging. They will persevere. The campus will be okay. We will adapt. Uh, It will be difficult. But because of the purpose that faculty and staff know they have, they will also be able to persevere. So you know that it's our aspiration here to show radical care to students and support their success in every way. That was made so much more difficult um, By the many events of this time when we were apart from each other. And yet, uh, here we are. We're back, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And and so, yeah, I want to tell her it's going to be okay. And, you know, we don't like that term silver linings too much when things are globally disrupted and systemically so. Um, And yet, there is innovation, there is learning coming out of. The first period of the pandemic, we don't know what stage we're in now, but mm-hmm. there, there are learnings, and I think we've been referencing some of them. So I would also reassure my pre-pandemic self that we would be learning, that learning would be accelerated, and ultimately our campus community would be even stronger when we'd get to the other side.
2: I definitely agree with you on that. Definitely, that long cog and that that words that were all those words of wisdom. I would definitely share as well.
1: Too bad we didn't know. Right? I don't know if yes. I would have known. Though, yes. What with that anxiety level? Well, have wouldn't that been? be amazing? Yeah. Right. Here we are. It's uh, fall, twenty twenty one. We are together. We are masked. We are vaccinated. We are learning, science is progressing, Mm -hmm. our resilience and compassion have grown, and every day you're still studying, Mm -hmm. (laughs) faculty are still teaching, Mm -hmm. and we are moving forward, Mm -hmm. moving onward, right? Onward. I like to say learning as we go.
2: Uh, As you said, everything is going to be okay. So I think it's a beautiful thing to know that everything will fall into place and you know, we're going we're to continue. We are going to thrive, I feel like, as, as a community through this next semester and then the upcoming
1: semester. I thank you so much for talking with me today, but also for your leadership mm-hmm. of this campus. appreciate you so much. I Yusra. appreciate you too. Thank you so
2: much for everything.
0: Thank you for listening to Beyond the Nest, and we'll see you back here next month for a lively conversation with UMR student success coach Jen Hook and 2017 alumna Nitya Chandirmani.